Welcome to the Lounge with Travify Academy, where we get to hear from travel industry voices and experts to learn more about their story and also what they see on the horizon for travel professionals. And I'm Stephanie Grice, and our guest today is Sunday Gardner, who is business coach and trainer of online Travel Boss and also CEO of Travel Agencies United. So welcome to the Lounge Sunday. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here today. I really appreciate the invitation. Absolutely. It's awesome. And and I love our topic today. It is um, so vital and important um, that you get to share just your expertise with our listeners today, you know, on how to build those powerful relationships with suppliers. But not only just that, but also why. Why is it important and all of that? So I'm super excited to dig into all that with you here today. But the first thing that I want to ask you before we get into all of that is just, can you share a little bit more of your background and how did you get in the travel business or travel industry? So um, thank you for that. And so really how my journey started is as I was recruited into the business, I was already a business coach for general marketing, Facebook ads, and that kind of stuff. I have about 20 years experience um, with launching and helping people start businesses. So I was recruited about six years ago into the business because I wanted to sell travel I didn't really want to sell travel. I just wanted to get my family out of town. Like I have a family of five and I wanted to get them out of town. So I sort of believed what I was created into. I could do it and I could do it like very cheap and very low and then quickly determined that it's not as easy as that. And so um, a couple of years after being recruited, I married my passion for helping people launch Uh, businesses into helping people launch travel businesses. Because what I determined is many people are being recruited, but they don't have a path to launch. They don't have a path to operation. So oftentimes they're recruited and they're told to build, you know, recruit more people, but they're not booking clients. And so I sort of married the two of the, and it's been pretty successful. Uh, So I help people take that superpower of being able to help people get out of town through uh, their host agency and uh, launch a business out of it. That's awesome. That's really cool. And have you been seeing um, a big increase with just the past couple of years? Because I know we've been hearing there's so many people starting to enter the industry now. And have you been seeing the same thing? Yes, absolutely. I see a huge influx. You would think I have many people out who are outside of the travel business. And when they find out what I do, they're like, but travel's dead. Like there's no travel because of the pandemic. And the reality is what's happening right now is like a burst of people wanting to become entrepreneurs. And so the people who are recruiting travel agents or travel professionals, as they say, that hasn't declined. That's only increased because the opportunity. So the need to be able to understand how to be successful in this business is only grown during the pandemic. Yeah. Absolutely. It is kind of funny when there's people outside of the industry, like, wait, there's nothing going on. It's like, oh my gosh, it's actually going insane right now. There's a bubble and it's bursting. It's such a good time to get in it. And just with the entrepreneurship and all that just marries all those great things together. It does. Absolutely. And so, you know, our team has really been working hard to ensure that we create a great experience for our clients. And so um, as long as travel, like, because right now, like there's what I say is like, there's a pent up energy right now. So many travel professionals saw a great, uh, in, you know, great influx of business last year. And people are like, well, no, it was the pandemic, you couldn't do that. But exact opposite. And this year, 
people are like, even with the new variants, people are like, oh my God, I need to go out of town. Like, like suppliers are booked. Like it's hard to even get like weddings booked, big events booked because they're already booked. They're, they're booked. So people are now still booking into 2023. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's, it it's is. so insane. Yeah. And, and so that's why this also, this topic is extremely timely. And it's just also a good reminder to, you know, the, there's always the, the fun things you want to talk about and the glamour things. But one of the most fundamental things is your suppliers, you know, and, and I know that's what we're going to talk about today. So with that being said, can you explain just why is it important? Why is this conversation so important um, to, you know, just choosing your suppliers and, and thinking about how you want to work with them? I think, I think it's something that um, isn't talked about enough. I think that there, particularly when you start in the business, most people start with trying to get education with suppliers, but they really don't have a plan of action in terms of what it is that they want to do in their business. So, you know, I sort of categorize suppliers into two major buckets, right? Those suppliers that are required for me to operate my business, who are those? What do I need? And that's a pretty finite supplier list. So our stack, our technology stack is pretty clear in terms of what we do. And then there are the suppliers that you need to help fulfill how you deliver travel to your clients, how you create those experiences. And so, you know, oftentimes we forget about the operational suppliers and we just go after the partnerships with fulfillment. And, you know, if you have your operations not thought of, you're going to have a rough time consistently delivering travel to your clients operationally. And then if you are just kind of all over the place with suppliers, let's look at the pandemic two years ago when you had to like cancel and get in contact with suppliers, how crazy that was. So it's important that you have a really finite list of people that you work with so you can really start to build strong relationships with them. Yeah, no, it's so important. And that's why it's really, that's also why I like how you bring up the, you know, you have the suppliers that the destinations, the hotels, all those ones is what you think of, but it's also just building those foundational um, suppliers as well. So with that, how do you pick them? You know, what is, how do you do that? Yeah, I think, I think that's a good question. And so, you know, again, what I want to do is sort of talk about how do you pick up, you know, operational suppliers versus how do you pick your experience or destination management suppliers? So let's start with operational suppliers. So there's, uh, the first thing is, is that you really need to have an operational plan. What is it that you need done in your business? Most people say, oh, I need to automate. I need to automate. I need to automate. And really, in your first year, first year to 18 months, you really need to be, I mean, literally, I think you need to be as simple as possible um, in anything that you do when it comes to your business. But from an operational stance, there's just a couple of things that you need to ensure that you fill. You need to understand, obviously, like, you know, the non, the really non-sexy part of the business, which is like your administrative suppliers and how you pick them. What do you need to do? What is it that you need to do what features do you need now and who really specializes in travel? So there's a couple of areas of operation that you need to fulfill that I think are mandatory. You need an email marketing tool. You need some way to build your itineraries and present your itineraries. You need some way to do management of your clients. So 
as long as you have those three, and then obviously you need like administrative, like financing and that type of thing. So how you pick them is, I love picking those that obviously specialize in our business. That's why Travelify is a great, you guys are a leader in the itinerary space. From a CRM perspective, you want to be able to identify who can help you manage the record from start to finish. So as long as you identify what your steps are, your process steps for um, getting a client, right? So fulfilling that request for your clients. And then once you get the client, how you manage the client, and then post-management, what are you going to do? Like, how do you keep engaged with the client and your email marketing tool is going to do that? So that's sort of the non-sexy part of it. Nobody really wants to think about it. They just are kind of figuring it out and doing it hodgepodge as you go. So define your process is the first step and then identifying vendors that can help you do that. So there are choice suppliers in the travel industry that are available for CRM, itinerary planning, and then also email marketing. So once you get your foundation set up, then how do you pick suppliers on your fulfillment? The first thing is, is you've got to get a specialty. Like, what is it that you're specializing? Because often what happens is you get recruited into the business and people are like, okay, go get certified in all of this. And you're all over the place with trying to identify, like, like just trying to get cert certificates. Like, I want to get a certificate in this. I want to get a certificate in that. And people are excited about getting those certificates. But if you can just specify your area of travel and not only in destination, but in audience, then you can really start to narrow down who your suppliers are in that space. So let me give you a quick example of what that means. If I specialize in weddings, right, then I know that I need to be looking for suppliers that are going to be able to create a great wedding experience, right? I always pick weddings because it's easy to deal with. But let's say you specialize in couples, right? Or adventure travel or another hot industry is wellness, right? That really is going to start to narrow down who you should be working with, who can create the best experience for your clients in that specialty. So if you specialize, then it helps you identify who you need to work with. And then what you want to do is pick one or two suppliers in that space reach out to the BDMs because that's who, what they're there for. And if you don't know what a BDM is, that's a business development manager for that particular supplier and start the conversation with them. BDMs are here to help you be successful. So as long as you can build that relationship with them and you start with that, let them know you've decided to specialize in this particular area and audience. They can help you connect with your audience better. They can give you some ideas. They can help you with marketing. And then you can see, you can start to be successful. So get one or two BDMs is who I would recommend. I would recommend starting there. And then once you've selected your BDMs, really start to then define what the marketing packages are that you're going to want to put together. And then start attracting strangers, start relating and start offering your services. Yeah, that's awesome. And yes, the BDMs, that, that's one of the biggest things is just a reminder that they are there. If you succeed, they succeed. So they want right. to help you succeed. Do you have any examples of um, agents or advisors that have worked with their BDMs and um, was able to build like a really cool relationship or did they give them marketing ideas, things like that? 
Yes. Um, and so what I uh, teach our students inside of our program is, is to create a moneymaker product, right? What is it the thing that you're selling? So don't wait for clients to call you and decide, you know, I want this custom trip or I want that custom trip. So what my clients do is they will plot out their year. This quarter, I want to do this package or this itinerary. And then what they do is based on what they want to put together, they'll reach out. And most of them already have identified who their BDMs are, but they'll reach out to their BDMs. And in their promotion cycles, they will invite their BDMs to come and speak inside of their communities and help them uh, talk about the benefits of their properties and what you know what you can expect on the property when you can do. So most of my clients, have, they'll reach out to the BDMs, invite them to talk to their communities. And then those conversations, I just was talking to a client the other day and they were saying, you know, we are in the middle of a promotion and we invited the BDM and that helped me sell the last few spots in my promotion that I was doing. So BDMs are there to help you sell your fill in the blank, right? So whatever it is that you decided that you want to package up, they're there to help you do that. So um, this particular uh, client, she specializes in moms and busy moms. Um, and that's the name of her uh, group and her organization. And so she helps moms who are forgetting about themselves. They've forgotten about themselves because, you know, they're being, they're busy moms. You know, they're taking moms to trap, you know, to sporting events and, you know, their, their school events, all these different events. So they forget to take care of themselves. So her specialty is that. So she's got a, um, a package that she just put together right before Christmas and they are going to a pre-Mother's Day event. And she invited her BDM. She's got a few spots left. She said she invited her BDM to come and speak to her community and she sold out the rest of those packages. Wow, that is so cool. See, a good example of just they are there to help you sell as well. So that that's really awesome. How cool. And what a cool niche too. I like that. Um, yeah, it is a pretty niche. I love her name. Um, and she's doing really well. So she's just actually graduating from our program. Um, and she's doing really well with uh, growing her community of moms, right? So she's picked a specific niche. She's growing that community of moms. Um, and she's having a great time doing it. So we just finished up a visibility challenge. Um, and I think she got first plot, first prize in it too. So it's great. That's awesome. That's really cool. And another question for you here is what about for those who are listening who are um, really new to the industry or still just growing their business or even just they're just honing in on what they want their specialty to be is what are those resources to find, you know, the, the BDMs or how do you go about searching around for whether it's the foundational suppliers or um, actual, you know, like destinations, hotels, stuff like that? And so, you know, the first, like, so I mentioned the first step is defining a niche. And so people really struggle with that. And so my, my, my framework for identifying a niche is really to start with yourself, right? Because you get to define your business. What do you like? What do you want to learn about? Because I recommend that you stick with that for the next 12 to 18 months. What are you going to want to dive deep into not only in a particular area of the business, travel business, but also an audience. So you really need to 
So when it comes to suppliers, the first thing is understanding your audience. Who is your audience? What is it that they need and want? What's preventing them from getting out of town? And then what you're looking for are suppliers. So how do you find those suppliers? Your host agency has a whole laundry list of suppliers that you can work with normally. And so what you want to do is identify uh, those suppliers. And sometimes it's really hard, like, okay, so I decided to specialize in couples, right? I want couples. Well, how do I find a couple, uh, a couple supplier? Well, suppliers aren't really organized that way, but they are organized in experiences, right? So do they have spa events? What suppliers have the best uh, spa or self-care? Uh, what suppliers are designating themselves as wellness suppliers? So what is it that you want to fulfill the type of experience? And then you want to look for suppliers that do that. And oftentimes, again, I don't know every host agency, but the host agencies that I've been a part of in the past, they'll organize their suppliers by either destination or what they can do. And it's your time now to start doing research and create yourself a questionnaire and start interviewing suppliers. Like, you know, here's what I want. Here are the type of people that I work with. How do you help those people? Is your market fulfilling those needs? So really it's about the market research, not only on your client, but also on suppliers. So it's interview time. Like that's what I say, it's interview time. I reach out to suppliers. I interview them. I have a, a set of questions that I'm looking for. And, um, and then oftentimes I'm actually inviting them to speak so I can learn about their particular property. I will not take training with a particular supplier until I've done some sort of introduction or understanding from the BDM as to what they offer. And if it's something that is in alignment with what I'm doing, then I'll reach out. So I never start with the training. I would start with the BDM and reaching out and starting that conversation. So it's time to pick up the phone. It's time to uh, get your writing skills out, uh, reach out to them, have a conversation and start the conversation. Same thing you do with your clients, you do with the suppliers as you start the conversation and you start the relationship and making sure that they are in alignment with what it is that you want your business to do. And people are afraid to do that. Like they're afraid to pick up the phone. They're afraid to write the email and they write the email and BDMs are slammed, they're busy. Um, and so they're like, oh, I, you know, they're, they're like, oh, well, they didn't return my email or my phone call. We'll try again. <laughs> yeah. Try again. Yeah. Like, this is not a business where it's a one-time thing. And, you know, I, I, it's, you know, I've been known to actually, unfortunately, given um, people's schedule, reach out four or five times before I was able to get it. It may be frustrating, but once I get to the BDM, the BDM is overwhelmed with wanting to connect you. So once you get the connection, they, it's like they bend over backwards to try and help you. So um, don't give up if you don't get uh, you don't get get them the first time. That like that would be my first like major tip is don't give up. Like I reached out once, reach out again, and if you can't get them, like who's over sales? Like who's the owner, right? I mean, I've been known to do that. And again, once you get the contact and you get, you start the conversation, like you actually meet with them, it's always an amazing experience. Like I've never met with a BDM and been like, oh, that was horrible. That's awesome. That's a very good tip is because I didn't think about that. Just how I think they're so busy. And so, yeah, it's not that 
it's it's nothing personal. They just you really do have to try really hard. I mean, and mm-hmm. for a newbie, it can be it can be one. It can be scary to reach out to people that you don't know. But this is the business. Like if you've chosen travel, this is the business. Like you can't you can't. Like, and I was just talking about this in a training the other day. Like I was good at hiding behind my computer. Like, you know, hiding behind my computer and not wanting to reach out because I just wanted the business to fall in my lap. I just wanted everything to fall in my lap. And this is not that kind of industry. This is not the kind of industry where you can't, like the, the more you can build relationships with your partners, the more successful you will be. The more you build relationships with your clients, the more successful that you can be. So this is a relationship building business or interaction though. This is a relation business. This is not a, I'm just going to like sit off and run ads and people will sign up for myself and I never see them. Like you've got to build relationships. That's tip yeah. number Tip number two. I love this. There's so, yeah, so tip many number tips. Two is, like you cannot hide behind your computer. You've got to reach out. You've got to start the conversation because no, they're not going to show up at your door. Your partners aren't going to show up at your door and neither are your clients. Yes, I love that. Also, go another tip, a third tip that you said at the beginning that I really liked was um, about how you shouldn't, don't just go take the trainings because uh, it's so yes. easy to do. That's high. And that's also like, because you're like, oh, well, it's already there. I can easily take yeah, this, but take you really training. should. And now I've got the certificate exactly. that I put on the wall and it makes you feel good internally, but it's not building relationships because they mm-hmm. don't know you. Yeah. So that's really important that that should be the first step is you need to get in contact with them first, understand, okay. interview them. Is this going to be what I'm, is this what I'm looking for? And then, so love that. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't want to forget again, because again, I think, I think when we started in this industry as a newbie, the first thing is the destination uh, relationships, which are important, but your operational relationships are equally as important. And so I am a software junkie. (laughs) I am like, I just acquire software. And I was just talking to, uh, we had a study hall yesterday. And in that conversation, she's like, I've got this software and this software and this software I'm using, right? I'm using a CRM. I'm using a tariff. I'm like, just pick one, simplify, like do not get sidetracked with all of the availability that there is. Pick one, get the process done and then improve upon it you know, do it in phases. Like the, the thing that you want to really do in this business is, and I'm not going to lie. I got this from uh, Grant Cardone. I love this guy, but you know, I took a training of his the other day, a couple of weeks ago. And one of his uh, great things that I'm, I'm totally fudged stealing is how quickly can you get your idea to promotion? Your operational tools should help facilitate you with that, not hinder it. So pick tools that are going to help you get quickly to promotion, promotion to sale, right? So don't create these all convoluted processes when you're a newbie. Your focus should be, how do I get my idea, get it promoted, get it promoted to sale. Just as simple as possible. Simplicity. Yeah. Oh, it's such good, such good point. Once again, that you're making, it's just, especially cause I, I think it's just in human age. Cause I do that too all the time where I just want to, you just want to jump in and try everything. Cause there's yeah, like trials, there's everything. all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then you overwhelm yourself and then you're, you know, simplify, just simplify. simplify. Very good simplify reminder. Is the, is the like mantra that, cause I am, I am horrible at that, Stephanie. Like I, I, do too. <laughs> I, I like, cause I like software. So like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get this software. Oh, I'm going to get that software and then I'm going to do this and so then what I end up doing is having this huge software expense 
of features and things that one, we're not prepared to do. And two, they're not getting me to promotion and they're not getting me to sale because I've got to implement them. So resist the, resist the uh, temptation to acquire a bunch of things that you think you're going to use, simplify. That's why I like your platform. That's why I like a couple of other platforms that really just help me get it out there, promote it. And if it fails, I'm going to do it again, right? If it, you know, so that's the thing is like, you've got to be consistent despite failure. Like if you're going to fail, like that's, 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 a, that's a fact. Like I can't predict anything. You're going to fail, right? What did you learn out of the lesson and do it again, right? Do it again, do it again. And then get tools that are going to help you quickly get it to promote it. Like, I, I just like want to, like, if any message comes out of this conversation, it's how do you, um, how do you uh, get it, get it, get it to promotion quickly. Love that. This has been awesome. There's so much, like, I, I feel like it's, I, I'm going to have to really think of a good title for this. So it does this conversation justice because we, we just covered so many great things. So I just want to thank you so much. And um, where can people go to find more information about your business? So they can go to sundaygardener.com and uh, there'll be uh, information about how to get to our next upcoming live training. Um, and uh, that's, that's the best location, sundaygardener.com. Awesome. Cool. And I will link that in our article as well. Um, but I just want to thank you so much again for this. This was amazing. So many good tips um, and great ideas out of it. And thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of the Lounge with Travify Academy and for Sunday for joining us today. Um, just so, so motivational. I feel like I can take on the day now. Um, oh. and, uh, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast or subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of the latest episodes. And we hope you enjoyed our conversation conversation today and join us again. But for now, stay safe and we will catch you on the next flight.